Hey, this is Brett Miller with another episode of Wood Talks. Um, today I'm here for our third interview, third episode with Emily Morrow Finkel from Emily Morrow Home, where today we're going to talk about cleaning and maintenance of wood floors, um, especially today in, in COVID times with the spread of coronavirus, killing germs on surfaces around the house seems to be top of mind for anybody and everybody who owns not just wood, but any surface. There are requirements for washing your hands from CDC. There's requirements for maintaining all sorts of things. And unfortunately, I think people think bleach and alcohol and all of this stuff is is what's so important for killing this virus. But putting products like that on surfaces that may be permanently damaging to those surfaces... Um, wood flooring and the finishes that are used on wood flooring sometimes being that culprit. So, um, Emily, welcome. I think uh, this topic is one that um, that is is timely. It's important, um, and it's it's really key for anybody who owns real wood products to understand the proper maintenance products uh, to use on those floors. And it's been an age old question. Um, welcome again, and 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 let's let's jump into the topic of. Uh, and I think last time you you exited our last meeting with with the phrase "less is more." Can <laughs> can you elaborate a little bit? Well, yeah, less is more. That you know, wood wood floors are not that hard to keep clean. And I think um, one thing people always tend to do, not only with hardwood floors, but also with other quality flooring materials, whether it's a beautiful wool rug. Um, I, I have people call that call me their friends. They might be former clients, uh, that will say, Oh dear, I've just had a, uh, whatever it is, a little accident, um, that has spilled. And I, my first response is, okay, first of all, don't freak out. Don't go crazy trying to scrape it up, clean it up, whatever it is, just, you know, gentle, less is more, um, so I think the main thing is, you know, just keeping like regular dust or debris off of your floors. That's easy enough, and that's oftentimes just a little, um, a little um, Swiffer makes some great products uh, that allow you to kind of clean things with just a little dry um, pad. Um, but there are times that we have things that happen at, uh, like at my house, we have Donatella the truffle dog. Um, and we've, we've been kind of just this past week, we've noticed that Donatella, the truffle dog has not adjusted well to the cooler temperatures and she tinkled in the hallway. So I, at that, at that point, I go get my little paper towel and wipe it up, but I'll also come back with my Swiffer wood cleaner and go over it. So it's just, um, a really quick and easy cleanup. Of course. Um, so just, just to back up a little uh, bit, your dog's name is Donatella, the, the truffle dog. Is that right? <laughs> she has a hashtag, hashtag <laughs> Donatella the Truffle Dog. I love it. She is she's, she's named after her daddy Don, but uh, Donatella <laughs> Truffle Dog is she's a big fan of hardwood floors, and nice. she's really kind of been the, the guiding light behind um, uh, our OMG proof protection because a lot of times Donatella will do something and I'll go OMG oh my goodness you know I'm thinking what 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 are we going to do so I, I'm in the mindset of what a lot of people are dealing with that have pets 
And um, so I know how important it is to know how to clean floors, but we, we all, I want people to know that it's, it's not that complicated. Um, wood is porous though. So, you know, you don't need to let those, whether it is um, a little dog accident or some other kind of moisture. I think most people need to understand. Don't leave that there, you know, wipe it up, dry it up with a little paper towel. Um, but mainly just kind of just keep it clean of just most of the debris. And um, I think NWFA is a wonderful wealth of, of guidelines and, you know, easy recommendations to, to help people uh, if they need to just go to your website and look at and see how to clean. Um, but I try to put that on our website too, you know, just kind of how to clean it. Less is more. That's key. Um, well, I think it's important to know what product to use. It's, it's, I mean, it's so confusing for people. You go to a, a grocery store or big box store or wherever they go to buy their cleaning supplies for the house. And you go to the section and lo and behold, there's a section for wood floor cleaning. Um, there's good products that are in that section, but there's also just as many, if not more products that are not cleaning products. They're, they're products that add a shine or a polish or a rejuvenation or whatever it is that they do. They, they just by the name are adding something to that floor. And in adding something that you buy off the shelf to a floor, you're, you're affecting the existing finish that's on that floor. Um, and I think that's where I see a lot of consumers get confused. They see something that's being sold to them as a product that's good for wood, but it's not necessarily good for the finish that's on that wood um, or the longevity of that floor. They're more designed for oh, furniture or other wood products potentially, but a floor that's walked across has a finish that's put on that is designed for that heavy use of Donatello the truffle dog running across the floor, uh, chasing a ball where a lot of these polishes and a lot of these things that are placed on that floor are designed to apply sheen and instant gratification, but not long-term uh, long performance like a real wood floor finish does. Um, can you elaborate a little bit on the products that you guys suggest and some of the pitfalls that you've seen with people using the wrong products? Oh, wow. Yes. So as I'm listening to you, to you just kind of go through that, I'm thinking of, uh, some scenarios that I know firsthand of um, either a family member or or a great friends that have have that have opted for those less than ideal products that if they ran into the big box store or the grocery store they just grabbed grabbed these items and then um, like a month later they've created a problem. Uh, some of these uh, so-called wood cleaning products can make the floors sticky or can attract more dirt later. Um, another product, um, both of my parents have had hips replaced. And um, so, so you know, they're 79 and 78 years old with artificial hips. And so um, one of their, um, one of the, they were, they were, they had some help getting their hardwood floors cleaned and I'm not, I'm still not sure what they used. It might have been furniture polish, but it was a wood, wood floor polish on the label. And my mom came home and she said it was so pretty and shiny, <laughs> but she, she said, I took one step on that floor and I skated across it. And that's dangerous. So some of these, some of these 
products can either um, create a, an issue that's dangerous that will make the floors um, really slippery, or they add a sticky layer that attracts dirt. Um, just as a side note, um, if you have that situation, um, a window cleaning type product will take that um, um, slippery layer of film off of those floors, but um, it can be a really big problem. So when I say less is more and what tell people what to get, I think I, I just like to direct people to the Swiffer Wood Cleaner. Um, and there is a Bono Wood Floor Care product also that's great. Um, but beyond that, I really try to tell people don't do a whole lot to them. Um, recently, I was at a, a wedding shower where the the bride was given a steam cleaner and and I was a guest, and I was <laughs> I had to kind of um, keep my thoughts to myself at the time, and I thought I've got to make sure I tell this person, please don't use that steam cleaner on your hardwood floors. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> your hardwood floors do not need to be steam cleaned. Right. Um, but I think with the with the, the coronavirus, we're we're all wanting to like steam clean things. Um, but hardwood floors don't need to be steam clean to be, you know, clean and, and sanitary, um, just by sheer nature of how God made wood to be, um, that it is, uh, it is just naturally going to be a, a cleaner um, floor to live on. That's right. Well, I think it's important. I mean, you named a couple of cleaning products that are out there that I think it, every flooring manufacturer, every finish manufacturer is going to suggest a specific product. And it's suggested, it's recommended because it's been tested. It's been um, proven to work on that finish in that scenario with that with that finished product that's on that floor. And I think it's um, it's so important that you know we in the industry understand this very well. But it's so important for those who are selling the product and influencing that homeowner what to buy for their floors, how to maintain those floors, how to keep those floors lasting decades or centuries um, is really by using that proper product. And it makes it so easy when the homeowner can just go to the store and purchase it. Um, I always, uh, as a contractor in the field, I always felt like it was my responsibility to stay in front of my customers and provide them with the right cleaning products um, and as, as great as that sounds, it's not always realistic. I'm not going to be there, Johnny, on the spot when they run out and decide to use something else on their floors. Um, so it is, it's important. I think there's so many little articles out there and so many things that, that guide people towards cleaning tips and cleaning hints and using, um, something on a floor or on a surface to, you know, today we're, we're hearing about, sterilizing and 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 making sure that the you know the germs are dead but people are thinking so hard about that they're not thinking about the proper maintenance for the products they're cleaning a lot of cleaning products have you know you mentioned window cleaner to remove some of that stuff that's on the that's been left on the floor from the wrong product window cleaners with ammonia may be able to break down some of those polishes and it's the ammonia that's in there that can possibly break that down, but used inappropriately that can damage the floor as well. 
Um, I think <laughs> that's so true. Of course, and I'm introducing a bad idea too. There, <laughs> but you're no, right. No, yeah. well, but that's the I'm case with you, anything. I'm glad you explained that. You're so right. <laughs> but it's true with anything. I think you know you use the Swiffer brand product or you use the Bono cleaning product. They're all designed for wood floors. They're designed to clean. They're designed to to really break down the the grime and the dirt that's on that floor. But used improperly, can still damage a wood floor. Um, steam cleaners. I think steam is bad for wood. It, it, it's logical to those of us who understand that moisture in a vapor form will find its way into the, the wood cells and in between those cracks and crevices in that floor much quicker than even a liquid version of water. But I also know people that have used steam on their floors once or twice, uh, you know, for a deep clean throughout the year. And they, they'll argue that their floors are perfectly fine. They never saw any damage. Um, again, it's all, that's why I love your, your topic, your, your, your main phrase, less is more. You don't need to soak that floor with a, a, a wet string mop to make it clean. Um, a well wrung out, slightly moistened mop or, or microfiber pad or, or anything like that is all that's necessary. And sometimes just a brief little mist of the right cleaning product to help clean that floor surface. But most of the time, all a wood floor really needs is to be swept up. The rough dirt and debris and grime that's left on that floor just needs to be removed because, you know, those under a shoe can turn into sandpaper when they're not, they're not removed quickly enough. Um, so I, I love your idea. Less is more. Is there, what else do you have, Emily, in terms of maintenance? What else do you suggest to, to people who are, you know, listening to this podcast that they might be able to share with their customers or, or even end users who might be listening that are thinking, you know what, I did buy something on the, off the store shelf that said it was going to revitalize my floor and, and maybe I shouldn't be using that. What, what other suggestions or ideas do you have? Well, I think it's important just to have something at their door for starters that will, you know, so that immediately when somebody walks into their home that they've already kind of uh, wiped, been able to wipe off any little dust or dirt off of their shoes. Um, I grew up in a household with um, my my parents own a commercial and industrial construction company. And of course, and my, my parents also, you know, have a farm. So, can you just imagine what walked in, what could have walked in on boots or shoes at my home growing up? So we were always, you know, kind of already programmed to take your shoes off at the door or wipe your shoes or change, you know, just um, be mindful of that. And I think that's something we all should keep in uh, first and foremost in, um, in our minds. And especially now we've become a lot more. I guess, cognizant of what we're bringing in on our shoes. My daughter works in a hospital environment in Atlanta. And, you know, that's the first thing she does. She said, I'll take my shoes off before I get in the car. So I think, you know, thinking about, you know, keeping our home and our floors clean, maybe it just begins right there at the door. Um, so that makes your life a lot easier uh, to begin with, is just having um, something at your door, a little a little um, walk-off mat for lack of a better description. Absolutely. And there's so many cute ones out there, so it doesn't even have to be an, an unattractive walk-off mat. It can be super cute. Um, I think the other thing people should consider is um, when their vacuum cleaners are um, settings, make sure that the beater bar is turned off. That can, 
that can do some damage just because wood is, it's wood. <laughs> so you don't want to beat it up unnecessarily with a beater bar. Right. Um, but I think mainly it's just, just to know what your floors uh, can endure. I always suggest people not slide furniture across their floors to get little um, pads for the maybe the feet of their chairs or the little feet on their furniture so that it's not scratching unnecessarily. And um, we have a wedding coming up in my family and the wedding is going to be at our home. So um, we, you know, you, you might not necessarily want to make your hardwood floors the dance floor for people that are wearing spiked heels. So right. that's always kind of something I, I look down and I'm like, well, okay, we're, we're good here. Uh, people that wear right now the style is block heels. <laughs> so okay. I think we're okay right now, but when people start wearing those really high spiked heels and they can do some serious damage on your floors, especially if you have a party. Um, so those are the little things I think, or maybe people just should be um, kind of on the alert uh, that maybe can protect that investment. Absolutely. And you know, even block heels could be dangerous depending on how, how deep and dirty the the dance moves get. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but I think it, right. and I think that that's so important. I think, you know, floors are designed to be lived on. I think there are um there's some types of floors that might perform a little bit better with even with spiked heels, um you know, concrete or or stone where they they might be able to to perform a little bit better, but any wood floor, any floor in general can get damaged. Um, with the wrong type of shoe or the wrong type of cleaning product. And I think that's so important. I will say this. Now, I have to say this with the caveat of nothing is bulletproof. However, a lot of my products are designed to be very forgiving for those moments that maybe just happen. Uh, So we do have some phone face visuals that will already disguise um, if there is a scrape or a scratch that happens, um, like if you drop something heavy on it. Um, I have a product that style name is Suddenly Sonoma, and it's designed to look like a charred wine barrel, so that white oak. Uh, but there, it does have a little scrape and a little chatter. Most of my products are not hand scraped, but this one does. It has some some um, character kind of designed into it, so it's it's automatically very forgiving. Um, another, another thing that I guess is very, um, is a positive design wise is the fact that the, the, the design trend, and it will continue to be this way for a while, is that uh, the finish is very matte. So there's no gloss and no shine or no sheen. Um, higher gloss visuals tend to show surface scratches. So right now with this matte, matte look that we have, um, it does make it very forgiving as well. Uh, I have one particular style, Beach Confidential, uh, and there's a designer that has sworn by, and she's done several videos of her clients' interiors that she said, this product, Beach Confidential by Emily Morrow Home, is OMG-proof protected, but she said just design-wise, it's perfect because it has this bond face visual it's got a little ceruzing, and she said, and this family that I designed this house for has two 
90-pound golden retrievers. And she said, they're running through the house. And she said, I'm sure I'm not supposed to drag furniture across it. But she said, when we were doing the install of the furniture, we did drag furniture across it. And she was like, oh, shoot. Oops, we shouldn't have done that. But she said, I looked down. It was like, oh, it's fine. So, you know, there is there is that attribute, I think, that's to be aware of that some products, some of my products are designed to be super forgiving just by their visuals. And, you know, and I love that. And that's, to be honest, that's one of my favorite elements of any wood floor, even a floor that's gloss and smooth and, you know, nice and clean to the look, um, age and wear add to the patina of that floor. And that's something you can't replicate with any other covering or any other product. Wood ages, it ages gracefully. Um, We've seen manufacturers of product. And today, I think one of the, the hottest trends we're seeing, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's that wire brushed, that, that, that brushed kind of look, that worn kind of look. And a lot of that is trying to replicate the aging of living on real wood that you just can't replicate. You walk into an old barn and look at those old wood plank floors that are down that may have had years and years of cattle or horses or boots and spurs plowing across that floor and heavy equipment and wash it off. And that floor looks like what you're starting to see people sell inside homes. And it's just that you, you, you almost can't replicate that amount of, of wear and that patina that that floor gains through natural use. So I love it. I love that you've got a, a series that actually does that, and it actually allows people to 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 live on the floors and not be so concerned about it. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. Um, there is, I have this um, uh, part of my website that says "Ask Emily" at emilymorrowhome dot com, and so, sometimes I'll get questions through that email. That people will just ask me questions. And it can be anything because a lot of times people just need a little bit of hand-holding as they go through this process. And one recent um, inquiry that came through last week, and I had the nicest conversation um, with this woman, but she and her husband are, they are making, they're building their home out of a 200-year-old barn that's been in their family. And, and she was calling to say, I love and she named the two products um, Suddenly Sonoma and Authentic Luxury. And Authentic Luxury is a heavy cracked product that's kind of a warm grayish brown. And um, she said, I'm, I'm considering these for our barn uh, because it has that look, that patina, and that worn um, that is designed to have that visual. But I'm getting a new product that has this wonderful warranty and the wonderful protection. So she was asking asking just from a design perspective, which would look better. So it's fun to hear from the actual you know end users what they like about it. And I think you know from a design perspective, I love that they can appreciate that and they they see it. Absolutely. Well, and and just to know that they appreciate the fact that they're living with real wood is is so important, and and appreciating what that real wood's all about. Well, Emily, thank you so much. This has been a, a great series. I expect we'll do this again. It's been a true pleasure speaking with you and, and hearing your perspective, your side 
from your point within the industry as a designer, as a manufacturer, as somebody who really helps influence the direction of of our industry and where people are making their purchases. Thank you so much for being a steward of our industry and being so forward with with the products that are coming into our industry and and, and everything you guys are introducing. So truly appreciate it. Appreciate your wisdom and, and thank you so much for your time um, over this series. And I, I do look forward to doing it again. Well, Brett, I appreciate everything that you're doing. So thank you. You're helping my my world of, of designers and homeowners that love love design and love hardwood floors. You're you're helping um, uh, to speak that industry language in a way that is really immediately um, applicable to, to their world and to our world. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, I have a presentation I'm giving to a bunch of student designers today. So I will be breaking free and sharing one of our continuing education units with them. Um, so we're, oh, we're feeding the new world. Absolutely. So, um, well, they are fortunate to, to, to be working with you and learning from you. Well, thank you. And, and, and Emily, thanks again so much for your time. Oh, I appreciate it. My pleasure.